Dorcas owned a liquor store. I didn't know that about Hancock's her. Hancock's Wharf. Okay, I'm just saying. So it yeah. was probably like a mistress how we are thinking about a mistress. I don't know the nature of their relationship. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're really into the facts here, but um, I prefer to speculate. But anyway. <laughs> I'm Trent Thompson. And I'm Marissa Macy. And this is, pardon me, a presidential history podcast. Oh, man. Today, we're going to get into this bitch. (laughs) The man, the signature, a John Hancock. Mm -hmm. So this is a flashcard episode Mm -hmm. because John Hancock... Though he really would have loved to have been president, was never president. Mm, no. But he has come up a lot mm-hmm. in our discussions and mm-hmm. our readings mm-hmm. of other presidents. So we mm-hmm. thought we've got to talk about this guy. We've got to talk about him. I, he sounds like a hoot. Yeah, he he was. A hoot? He was quite a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was a childhood friend of our beloved John Adams, mm. and their lives were nicely intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. He was a merchant okay. by trade, although he he really inherited mm-hmm. all of that. He was a rich, he was a rich kid. Uh, he was a rich orphan. So, yes. Okay. Yes. So, let's start with his father. Okay. Uh, he, is, he is John Hancock III. So, his father, John Hancock Jr., dies... When he is seven years old, um, his father and grandfather were both uh, uh, deacons, I believe. Well, mm-hmm. they were both reverends. Let's put it that way. Okay. So that would have been the lifestyle that John probably would have followed into. But instead, mm-hmm. he is adopted by Thomas and Lydia Hancock. His uncle and aunt, who have tried to have a child, were not able to, needs an heir. And agrees, Thomas agrees to care for the children, the mm-hmm. widow and the children, mm-hmm. in exchange for having John as his uh, heir. Son. Son. I guess you could forget it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, and then his mother died, too, yeah? And he was, like, truly an orphan? I'm sure she did. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Yes, I'm sure she did, yeah, yeah. but it, it was... I cannot remember where in his history it took place. This is the way every good yeah. children's book series starts. Yeah. Um, an orphan child yeah. inherits a large yeah. fortune and goes yeah. to live with a mysterious uncle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and av- adventures ensue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The trading company, the House of Hancock, was the biggest trading firm in America. Okay. And Thomas Hancock was most likely the most wealthy person. In America as well. Mm. Uh, And they described John Hancock as being rich as Croesus, which... Croesus? Is a Greek reference. (laughs) Okay. Go on. (laughs) Well, I don't don't know off the top of my head who Croesus is, Mm -hmm. but I know the expression rich as Croesus. You got one on me right now. Well, you know what? Okay. Well, now I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it just is a term for someone filthy rich. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was, and I and it's not Greek. It's oh. Persian. 
I know. Well, now who feels bad about not knowing? Wow, I should know that because my mom is Persian. Your so. mom is Persian, so you should know everything about wow. Persia. Well, anyway, shows shows what we know. Shows what we know. Well, anyway, point being, John Hancock, rich guy. Mm-hmm. Really rich. Really rich. Rich as heck. Rich as heck. Rich as heck. Heckin' rich. Heckin' rich. <laughs> so when John Hancock is 27... Saturn's return. Mm-hmm. It's 1764. Okay. And his uncle dies, leaving okay. everything to him. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> John Hancock promises to take care of everyone. Wow. <laughs> everyone? <laughs> I think specifically he names his aunt. Okay. But <clears throat> the politicians we've seen so far yeah. have been revolutionary. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been mm-hmm. lawyers. They've been very, like, chatty, chatty, chatty. Mm-hmm. This guy, businessman. Not right. a lot of talking. Okay. He doesn't write a lot of letters. So there's not, like, lots and lots of data on his opinions or whatever. Okay. But we do know that he is incredibly generous with his money. Yes. He did He's, give. He donated. He was charitable. Yes. I think, and I will be getting into this. I okay. think he was someone that really just wanted to be liked. And I think yes. this is the kind of the first trickle of that we see. He's like, I'm going to take care of everyone. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in politics, but mm-hmm. he's kind of this businessman. Yeah. And, but he, he really, his motivation is to be like a well-liked, like yeah. highly regarded person yeah. versus like, I mean, I guess some of it could be a power comes with mm-hmm. that, of course, mm-hmm. and it can get entangled. And I think the further you, down that road you get, mm-hmm. the, the whole power element becomes bigger and bigger. But mm-hmm. um, I think that, yeah, like he was definitely just wanting to be liked. He felt as if he had an obligation to community, mm-hmm. which was, I think, attributed to his early childhood. John Hancock steps into this wealth yeah. in... 1764, mm-hmm. just in time for England to start doing its nonsense. Convenient. With, uh, you know, the Stamp Act and all that stuff. And John Hancock is, like, not having it. He and jo- and Sam Adams, Sons of Liberty, I think we mm-hmm. can... We, they're the... They're the mm-hmm. They're the guys. They're the guys who did Sons of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They let the stamps just sit and rot. They intimidate anyone out of selling them. Right. And they're like, take that, England. You know, he was able to kind of like keep people financially floating so that they could withhold from, you know. Yeah. You know, the British show up and, and offer you a job for three times what it's worth or whatever, like a bribe, and you can hold out a little better if you're mm-hmm. not starving. He's doing his – he's putting his money in the right places mm-hmm. to help the revolutionary cause, right? Yeah. And he he gets noticed by Samuel Adams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who, yeah, like is this liberty guy. So he's mm-hmm. kind of in with the – He's yeah. in with the revolutionary crowd. I mean, it crowded. Obviously, it helps that he's the richest guy in New yeah. England, essentially. Sam Adams was from Quincy also. Yes. Or Braintree. Yeah. Yeah. What we do know about John Hancock was the ways in which he was able to thumb his nose a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, for example, one of his ships, the Lydia, mm-hmm. which I assume was named after his aunt, mm-hmm. Lydia, his attorney advises him that even though the British can search the ship, they have to have 
a warrant to do so. Okay. And so he waits until the officer is on the ship. And then by fortune, the warrant is missing a date. Mm. And so therefore it's not a valid warrant. He gets, they, they tell him to leave. And John Hancock, like Hancock, John Hancock, like breaks up the mob. And this, he comes out looking like a rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Also with the Liberty, which is a, okay. it, it was um, later. Okay. And the claim was that there were 25 pipes of wine on board. And the okay. pipe is like 130 gallons or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, when it pulls in, the inspector shows up mm-hmm. uh, and they like walk him under, oh, okay. like, like in the boat. Wow. Okay. And he lays there all night, like hearing clearly like things being unloaded from the ship, but he d- doesn't see it. Right. And then in the morning, uh, Captain Marshall, who is, th- he was the captain of the ship, is like on the deck of the ship, exhausted, clearly from unloading all of this cargo. Uh, and then threat, but threatens this inspector. And by that time, there are only 25 pipes. They've okay. removed everything but the 25 okay. pipes of, of wine. Okay. Uh, Captain Marshall intimidates him and is basically, you tell anyone what you heard. Mm-hmm. He does the classic, <laughs> you know, finger across right, the finger throat. Finger across the throat. But Love it. Turn of fortune. Okay. He wore himself out. Captain Marshall wore himself out so much with all this wine nonsense mm-hmm. he died <laughs> okay okay i mean and so now wow. this inspector is not so scared anymore and he comes forward and 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 says you know what he what he heard okay this ends up going to trial okay yeah the liberty gets confiscated by the british uh-huh. Uh, you know, th- listen, things are coming and going and there's sure, a lot, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. all blah, blah, blah. But uh, uh-huh. at one point, the British cut the ship and like it goes out to sea. Okay. Listen, I cannot express to you how popular John Hancock was. People are furious. They are like rioting on his behalf <laughs> kind of situation. Okay, okay. And they like pick up a British ship. I must not a ship. It must have been like a little boat or something and like right. carry it. I mean, the guy like basically planted the the town park kind of thing yeah, with like yeah, lime yeah. trees and yeah. stuff. So um, he's like throwing money off just, balconies and he is yeah. he could not have more money. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no I mean it's just like yeah. So buying friends. Buying friends. Now what's really cool about having that kind of money mm-hmm. is you get to do some crazy stuff. Lavender suits. Oh well I, oh sorry. I don't first, mean to like get first of all that's not crazy. He had a amazing fashion sense so. i was just trying to i've been like <laughs> i've been like holding i've been holding on to the the phrase lavender suits, lavender suits. over here i'm like when can i say it when can i say it lavender suits lavender suits <laughs> let me just say this john adams okay not john adams oh if only we we're talking about john adams <laughs> it's a john adams podcast <laughs> hope you're ready for us talking about john adams from oh, now no. through the joe biden episode all the way <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at one point, the Boston Chronicle, okay, a uh, paper with loyalist leanings, mm. published a list Ooh. of, and I don't know if this list was based on anything, but of people who were were trading behind, you know, were not mm. holding to the blockade, and 
John Hancock's name was on this list. Mm-hmm. Now, this was not true. Okay. He was infuriated. Uh, and with the help of his lawyer, John Adams, ah. he paid off all the debts of the okay. Boston Chronicle. Okay. And then he shut it down. Wow. And then he sold all of the material and printing <laughs> things to the Boston Gazette, which was uh, a wig. Uh, Tory a wig leaning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that's what you can all while wearing a lavender. <laughs> yes. Suit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had fashion. Uh, he had a brilliant yellow coach that he rode around oh, in too. I mean, he was definitely extravagant. Like, yeah. Okay. So what are we looking at? Love life. Wise? Yes. This is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> so John Hancock had a longtime girlfriend. Okay. Dorothy, also known as Dolly. Okay. Dolly Quincy. Aunt Lydia really wanted to get the Quincy name in there. Like she mm. wanted to bring in a rope in a Quincy. I don't know. She was matchmaking. And also there was a girl. There was, well, there was a, a, a woman named Dorcas. <laughs> and I wrote I'm down. I'm so sorry to anyone out there whose name is Dorcas. Dorcas. <laughs> that is a terrible name. It's a biblical name. It's a biblical name. Is it really? It is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how widespread this is, but when when I was young, my mother would attend the Dorcas Society. It was a church thing, and it was like a chair, like a women's charity kind of thing, like a women's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's they could never have known that dork would mean something to us. <laughs> Again, I'm but really yeah. sorry for your name is Dorcas. Poor Dorcas. Own it, girl. Own it, girl. girly. I love it for you. <clears throat> but yeah, so Dorcas Griffith. <laughs> I don't know what the nature of their relationship was, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of rumors going around, and Aunt Lydia was not happy about that. Right. So she just kind of like Dorcas owned a liquor store. I didn't on know that about Hancock's her. Wharf. Okay, I'm just saying. So it yeah. was probably like. A mistress, how we are thinking about a mistress. I don't know the nature of their relationship. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're really into the facts here, but um, I prefer to speculate. But anyway. (laughs) See what? He doesn't, of course, he marries Dolly. He marries Dolly. Oh, okay. But it happens much later. He very intentionally cultivated this, like, man of the people. Okay. Okay. reputation and he had a painting done of himself by master copley okay and it's if you look him up it's one of the more famous paintings i have i'll show it to you uh but he's sitting at a desk um and he's writing at a book Mm -hmm. and like he's entering a ledger and you've just interrupted him and he's patiently (sighs) waiting for the artist to finish adorable he had like drawings of this made and distributed also Okay. He's just letting people know who he is. <laughs> and then when he marries Dorothy Dolly, he okay. has her portrait done as well. Same okay. same artist. Right. Back in the day, mm-hmm. if you wanted to send a message, mm-hmm. you had to commission a painter. Get a pamphlet. Get a pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. Get a know a guy with a printing press. Yeah. You gotta buy out a uh, gazette. <laughs> <laughs> now you just now you just get on Twitter. Now you just get on Twitter. Can you imagine? <gasps> Jan Jan Jan. Yeah. Jan. John. John Hancock on Twitter. 
hold on. I like the idea of a character who is instead of John, mm-hmm. Jan. Okay. And then it would be Han Cook, <laughs> I guess. However, we would make it. Uh huh. Jan Han Cook. <laughs> 19th or 20th century revolutionary John John Hancock has been preserved in the National Museum his brain tissue and now it's time for implanted into a the only only available person scratch is a teenage girl This founding father is totally ready for high school. (laughs) You hear that, Netflix? Yeah. (laughs) Get on that. Okay. We're ready for our deal now. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. So at a certain point, Governor Hutchinson, who is the governor of Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. he's... Um, I don't think he's explicitly a loyalist, but he's obviously doing the bidding of Britain. Okay, and this is still pre like this is pre revolution, right? Right. Okay, and um, he nominates John Hancock to be a commander. Okay, for the Corps of Cadets. Okay, and this gives him the title of Colonel. Okay, and not only that. He gets to design the uniforms. Ah. He loves it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's like tri-corner hat. There's ah. rosé. It's beautiful. <laughs> and Hutchinson mm-hmm. thinks that mm-hmm. giving him this position will make John Hancock be like, give up on these rabble rousers. Okay. And then they oh. won't have their funding anymore. Okay. I see. That's not what happens. Right. Okay. No. He loves his pretty little army, but <laughs> he is a revolutionary through and through. Uh, he's like, like, I'll just, an opportunity to design a costume? Oh, you got to be kidding I'm me. I'm coming in. <laughs> At some point, they've had enough of Governor Hutchinson. Okay. They get rid of him. They bring in Governor Gage, and they're hoping he'll be a little more reasonable. He is not. Okay. Uh, Hancock. (laughs) Hancock leads his corps of cadets down. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I know, In their outfits? What's it? In their new outfits? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- um, All lavender. I mean, it's all- I don't think their outfits are (laughs) lavender, but- (laughs) Let me dream. <laughs> yeah, please. you can dream. <laughs> um, and Governor Gage gives them a banner. Okay. This is a very fancy thing. Okay. Um, and John Hancock refuses to salute. Wow. He will not do that. And so sure Bold. enough, yeah, sure enough, he gets noticed that Governor Gage is relieving him of his duties. Okay. And in response... Every single member of the Corps resigns. Okay. They all say, nope, we're not taking it. He's very popular. And not only that, they vote for him to be the representative to go on their behalf to Governor Gage. And they give him their uniforms for safekeeping. (laughs) He 
literally was like Rudy. Like one by one, these cadets <gasps> were like, uh-uh, taking off the uniform. Wow. Yeah. Just stripping, stripping down. Down. Jeez. That's yeah. incredible. I'm I'm picturing John Hancock just like going through the closet where all the uniforms are and just like running his hands. Remember when you were a little kid and you could like run under the clothes rack? Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Imagine that was like all lavender suits. Oh. Ugh. So this this all happens. We're mm-hmm. leading up to the revolution. Mm-hmm. He becomes president of the Continental, Continental Congress. Congress is yes. what happens. He's yes. like, <clears throat> if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, you need to go listen to the Articles <laughs> of Confederation. You need to because it's to. your civic duty to know about the Articles listen, of Confederation. There is a pin number at the end of the episode. Yep, You're going to have to enter it now if you want to continue with this episode. Enter Wait. now. <laughs> All right, good. You entered okay, it. Um, you got it. <laughs> Good. That's how the podcast works. Certain info. <laughs> that's, how it works. that's how podcasts work. That's how it works. Yeah. Glad you said the four magic numbers. Um, Thank you. Or punch them in. Or punch them or in. Or them. Do your phone. Do your phone. Your rotary phone. Um, <laughs> anyway, the, the Continental Congress becomes mm-hmm. president after Peyton Randolph's like, I got to go to Virginia. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like steps in, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's a prominent guy based on all this yes. stuff that we've just talked about. Yes. But he thinks himself very important in mm-hmm. this position, even though mm-hmm. it's really not very much of anything. Yeah. But this is at the tease. Happens to be the guy mm-hmm. who's the president of the Continental Congress mm-hmm. when they do <laughs> the... Declaration of Independence. Yes, I bet you were on the edge of your seat. (laughs) This is the one thing everyone already knows about John Hancock. So I'm really going to tease it out. Yeah, (laughs) he has a he has a very legible signature Mm -hmm. because he writes in calligraphy, which Mm -hmm. he learned at Harvard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. By the way, he went to Harvard. He went to Harvard. Shocking from Massachusetts and rich. He learned writing, much like. John Adams went to learn reading at Harvard. Okay. He went there to learn writing. <laughs> Signatures, specifically. We haven't gotten to the president or the, the founding father that learned arithmetic. <laughs> yeah, okay. We all know about the signature sure. being really big. And yeah. it's like, okay, you we call a signature a John Hancock yeah. because he had such a big signature. Mm-hmm. And yes, I think he was definitely kind of a vain guy. And he yes. had this power dynamic Mm -hmm. this one like we've talked a lot about him Mm -hmm. buying friends a little bit and things of that Mm -hmm. nature Mm -hmm. i mean it's hard to say i think because of the the lack of letters Mm -hmm. in the same volume that we have from right other people that we've talked about on the podcast and we'll talk about Mm -hmm. to make a really clear judgment on his character Mm -hmm. there's a lot of speculation about why the signature was so big. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the most obvious answer, Mm -hmm. it's that he was the first one to sign it. Mm -hmm. And he was the only 
I think he was the only one there yeah. when signing. It wasn't like there was a, I think when I was a kid mm-hmm. imagining the signing of the Declaration of mm-hmm. Independence, much like the famous painting of it, mm-hmm. everyone's in the room. It's almost like there's a line yeah. to go up and then John Hancock's first and he's yeah. he's like, ha ha ha, I'm first in line, so I'm yes. going to do it really big. Yes, well, he said, <clears throat> according to legend, he said, okay. I'm making it big enough so that King George can see it without his spectacles. Which he did not say. He didn't say at all. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, that painting is a, it wasn't like how it happened yeah. of everyone signing it like that. Yeah. And he was the president of the Continental Congress, so yeah. he's the first one to sign it. Yeah. Now, it, there's kind of like if you, I really went down a weird rabbit hole today, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, like over breakfast, mm-hmm. just kind of doing some last minute research on this signature mm-hmm. stuff where I was like going into all these theories about mm-hmm. why he signed it so big. Mm-hmm. And also like I found this really it's sort of silly, but interesting thing of like, what if everyone else had signed it the same <laughs> size <laughs> and how it, not everyone's signature would fit. Yeah. And just kind of like all these different like mm-hmm. configurations of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the combination of him being the first one, he's got mm-hmm. this blank slate and, you know, he thinks very highly of himself mm-hmm. and he is, knows he's the first person to sign this mm-hmm. and he's a little vain. Mm-hmm. Maybe he made it a little bigger than yeah. maybe someone else would. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think if you put it in the context of like, Mm -hmm. it's not like there was this line of people behind him. Yeah. You know, it's not suddenly doesn't seem so silly. But yeah. I Listen, I don't begrudge the man a big old signature. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the time, look, it's not like this was a birthday card being sent around and (laughs) no one else can say, you know, wishing you the best. Right. They're having to cram it on the back or something. Right. I mean, putting that big signature was a very bold statement. Mm-hmm. He felt strongly about it. He felt very strongly about it. Look, and strongly about himself, but, you know. John Hancock had health problems uh, starting in 71, 1771, his gout. Right. And it caused him a lot of pain. Like, mm-hmm. And so he would have periods where he couldn't serve. Like he would – he they sent a delegation of five people and he couldn't go or right. whatever. He was running a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was – Buying a town. Yeah. He was basically. doing all these things. He didn't have time to sit down. He didn't have, he didn't write pamphlets. He wasn't a pamphleteer. No. He didn't. And I mean, what would be the. He wasn't like, I mean, it's not, of course he was a smart man, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a mm-hmm. great thinker. He wasn't like a big, like yeah. a politician in that way. He was more, yeah, yeah like a handshaker guy, yeah. baby kisser yeah. versus you know, an Adams or a Jefferson mm-hmm. or even a Washington to a mm-hmm. slightly lesser con- extent of these great thinkers mm-hmm. that um, shaped America. He yeah. was not one of those. He wasn't. Yeah. And and there's a reason he never rose to the same mm-hmm. like prominence in that way. He was much mm-hmm. more local. Well, we talked a little bit about this kind mm-hmm. of rumor story thing. And mm-hmm. there is some documentation to go with it about his being a little bit disappointed that he wasn't named to be yeah. the commander in chief. Well, um, and uh, you know, I didn't realize that because it has come up multiple times. It has. I did not realize he was an officer. Right. I mean, yeah. it was, he did have some experience. Yeah. It was given to him as an honorary title. Yeah. But listen, a little bit of power, a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. People treat you different. Yeah. That's true. And, it doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. It just feels right. So 
Yeah. He gets to, he ends up kind of going into state Massachusetts. Yes. Poli- so, when Massachusetts becomes a state, mm-hmm. he runs for governor. Yes. He wins like by landslide. Crazy. He's the first governor of first, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. And w- as a state. As a state. Yeah. Yes, of course. And um, he, he does that for, that's like what he does. Yeah. Basically. He does it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else takes over, does not do so well. He has to go back. So I just want to, I want to make was, a note here. Mm-hmm. He, what was kind of, bre- there was some unrest brewing. Yeah. In 1780, he's elected <clears throat> as governor. Mm-hmm. Landslide. Mm-hmm. Now there's kind of this stuff brewing mm-hmm. around 1785. There's that disrest. This has to do with, you know, the war is over. There's these debts. There's people waiting to be paid. There's kind of like tax issues, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. New country problems. And Hancock announces his intention to like retire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of when all this unrest is going on. Mm-hmm. Someone else takes over, mm-hmm. weathers the storm of Shay's rebellion, mm-hmm. which ha- ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And then when that's all come to pass, Hancock runs again and wins. Mm-hmm. So he comes back. Now, there are some instances throughout his life mm-hmm. where he seems to kind of bow out mm-hmm. when things are convenient mm-hmm. for him to bow out mm-hmm. or to lay low. And yeah. then he miraculously will resurface Yes, at the perfect moment. Now, yes. I'm of course not saying that like, of course his gout was real and that pain was very right. real. Like that's right. extremely painful. Yes. But he definitely would be like, Using that as not even using yeah, that, but yeah. like going away for illness, but yeah. then kind of rallying yeah, yeah. at the most convenient moment. Yeah. And he does this a lot. Like this comes up over and over again in his life for yes. sure. Yes. Now, what I would postulate is there is a situation wherein when things are getting more stressful, he's might be doing a little stress eating, eating things a little fattier having like parties and mm-hmm. things like that also. Mm-hmm. Plus stress probably does make it worse. Yeah, so sure. what might be happening is as things are getting more and more stressed and out of control and blah, 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 mm-hmm. these things are culminating yeah. and that does cause his gout to flare up. Right. And then Much, he rests and then it right. gets better. And, then it gets and just maybe like, the te- maybe he plays the timing a little. I mean, he's sure. definitely into the public image for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's a businessman. So yeah. he absolutely... There's no benefit to being overly talkative for him. Yeah. Because he's able to kind of do machinations behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We could never possibly know all that he did. Right. What who who he paid and what he made happen. And um I I don't believe he was um actually at the Boston Tea Party, but it was not ever known for sure. He never Right. There's said, like a rumor he was one of the first ones on the right. ship. He and- probably was not. I think it's more likely that he wasn't there and he yeah. kind of demurred in order to make it seem as if he was. Yeah. But yes, he, yeah. he, you know, he was not there to make a name for himself. He very much already had... He already had that. So, yeah, he serves as governor until his death in 1793. Okay. He was 56. Wow. Yeah. In 1796, mm-hmm. Dorothy marries James Scott. Okay. One of 
Hancock's longtime business associates. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she, well, I do also want to note he was not, he may have had tons and tons of money, but he didn't actually do that great with managing it. No, not at all. He, a common theme that we're seeing, um, but yeah. not at all. And so there, there were lots of, his wife had to, his widow had to pay off all these debts and sell mm-hmm. the estate mm-hmm. at the end. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, kind of the classic story of yeah. <laughs> the, the late in like poor money management yeah. and then a widow having to deal with the aftermath. Yes. So. He, he spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, the they would tout that there were 5,000 people in Boston that depended on him for their daily bread. And he followed the model of kind of, um, you know, like a landed aristocracy would, would feel responsible for the employment yeah. of the people, yeah. you know, to, to do all that. Yeah. You know what I want? You know what I want? What do you want? I want a mm-hmm. silk-like... Uh-huh. Jacket, bomber Uh jackets, matching lavender Uh with Jan, Jan Hancock, Jan Hancock, John Hancock, Jan Hancock, embroidered on the back. Yeah, right. Real in his signature. Here's what we do. Yeah, you want leather bomber jackets? Is that what you want? No, no, no. I want like silk, like lavender. I want lilac. Uh huh. Windbreakers, okay, matching, okay, and on the front mm-hmm. it says John, okay, and on the back it says Hancock, okay, like really the, big, like the lady, like the pink ladies and the T. That's birds. what I was imagining. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I like it. Yeah, all right. So, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to get us a gift, yes, if mom, anyone, you listening? I am like a forty-six short. I wear like a usually like an extra small or a small. You're so small. Yeah, I'm pretty small. This guy's legacy, not great. Mm-hmm. I have to say, when I Googled him, mm-hmm. a lot of insurance company, a lot of insurance company yeah. stuff. Also, there was a Texas Republic. Sorry. Oh, yeah. There was a Texas- John Calhoun Hancock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a yeah Texas politician <clears throat> that came yes. up. And instead, and then he was below John Hancock that we're talking about was below that. There's also some stuff named after him. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a ship or there's like a plane or something. Yeah. And there's a building in Chicago or a center or something. Yeah. Those things come up before a lot of good info about his like biographical info. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is just if you Google John Hancock, not like more specific stuff. I was just, I like to see what comes up. Right. Like right. when we just put someone's name right. in a Google thing. Mm-hmm. Now I had to really dig mm-hmm. to find good in depth info about him beyond mm-hmm. just kind of your boilerplate stuff. I ended up finding some good mm-hmm. sources as always. They're going to be in the show notes, but like you had to read a whole book right. to really get into it. And um, that's like, Interesting. It's just interesting to me sometimes mm-hmm. kind of how who gets forgotten in time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's been boiled down, of course, to just his signature. His signature yeah. Now, mm-hmm. something else that came up. I don't know if you're familiar with the Will Smith movie, Hancock. Oh, yes. That came up, too. <laughs> so that came up. And then I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, that movie's called Hancock. Yeah. I don't. I saw that movie like when it came out. Like I when I was in middle it. school, I don't even there's remember a dog it. In it and sure, I, I, it's it's about the end of the world, and there's a dog, right? 
No, that's I Am Legend. That's I Am Legend. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a superhero movie. Oh, because he's wearing like ski goggles in the so. poster. Yeah. I don't watch films. Listen, we, can, <laughs> we can't. Uh, we actually live as the founding fathers yeah. would have mm-hmm. technology wise, except for yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Just Other podcasting. than that, we basically just read. We read old, old texts yeah. like the Magna Carta. John Locke. John Locke. <laughs> really into Enlightenment era. Yeah, we're really we, into the Enlightenment. Yeah. Right we now. write with quills and ink. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so we don't really watch movies, but um, uh-huh. unless we have to for the podcast, but yeah, um, so apparently there's this movie called Hancock. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. So I went down this slight rabbit hole with, I was like, why? Why is he called Hancock? I'm just curious. Mm. Well, this is interesting. Mm. He is like, and this is so like, who cares? But but no, ancient this character, right? And come for me, superhero nerds. Mm. I mean, people. Mm. Super. Sorry, I don't mean to call you all nerds. Super, um, I'm a nerd. Super. Obviously, I have this podcast. But yeah, <laughs> not, listen, not, nerds. Listen, nerds. <laughs> um, if you must come for us, super cool people. <laughs> So cool. Presidential <laughs> history podcast. Yeah. Clearly. Um, Confidence not is a cool. nerd. Yeah, um, not a nerd. Not at all. <laughs> he. So I don't think I have this right, but John Hancock. Sorry. <laughs> Hancock, the superhero. Will Smith Hancock. Will Smith Hancock. I don't know if it's based on a comic or anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, he is like some ancient. He's been around since like 5 BC. He's mm-hmm. like part of an immortal. Mm-hmm. Thing. I guess something happens to him. He's in some kind of like coma or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think there's a level of amnesia. Mm-hmm. Again, like haven't seen this movie. This is just from like a mm-hmm. superhero wiki. Mm-hmm. Again, link in the show notes mm-hmm. for those of you who really want to go down this mm-hmm. hole with me. <laughs> this <rabbit> um, <laughs> he, when he's like waking up, the nurse asks him for his John Hancock. Oh, that's dumb. And so he thinks his name is John Hancock. That's and so that's dumb. why he's called Hancock. Dumb. So anyway, that is what I'm saying is like the legacy of the signature uh, yeah. trickles all the way down yeah. into some like superhero movie that came out Listen, like in the aughts. So. Whoever, whoever wrote that down and thought they were being clever. I see you. I'm not impressed. <laughs> I'm not into it. Not into it. Not into Mm-mm. it. The most important thing we could possibly talk about when we're talking about one of our founding fathers is astrological sign astrological sign you know sign are you john hancock what sign are you yeah you know my my brother was telling me what he thought about the podcast Mm -hmm. and he said i think the i think the astrology thing's like a little silly oh yeah i was like that's gonna stop us like yeah i know yeah yeah thanks for trying to stop us (laughs) (laughs) good job he was born on january 23rd 1737 which makes him a Aquarius. Okay. Yes. Like my mom. Just like your mom is an Aquarius. Okay, well, good for that. She also loves a lavender suit. She so. is who gave you your love of lavender suits. Mm-hmm. 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 Aquariuses are very rebellious. Ooh, oh, he's a rebel. He's a rebel. They're also innovative and progressive. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. like a, a humanitarian way. Because he, he mm-hmm. gave, I don't, I think he gave from a good place. Because he was a good. I think he did. But he was still a rich guy. He was still a rich guy. Yeah. He, he was, was oh, he was pretty cool for like mm-hmm. the richest guy in New England. Well. So he, he could certain, have been worse. He was certainly not like scraping and grabbing for things. He had everything mm-hmm. he could possibly mm-hmm. want. Um, 
A little entitled. A little entitled, but like, I mean, he wasn't, he wore nice clothes. Someone made a lot of money making him those clothes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and what else was he to do? Yeah. You know? He had that painting drawn, he had that painting of him. Probably paid that painter. Oh, he paid that painter a lot. I don't think that painter was like on retainer. I just want, I want to see his like books, you know, as a Oh, you want to see his records? Yeah, I want to see his Release the tax returns. <laughs> Release John Hancock's tax, tax returns. returns. Yes, exactly. Listen. So that we really know. I That's think- actually when we're done going through each mm-hmm. president. We will then we'll do an audit. We'll be going back. Yeah. We're going to audit each president. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So hang tight because we gonna both be called, have to become it's, tax it's, auditors to do that. It's going to be called All Audit Glitters, an accounting presidential podcast. I'm sorry, what? Audit Glitters. Like all that glitters. Okay. Audit, audit glitters. All right. Okay. Well, you know, you didn't like part of me okay. at first either. Well, uh-uh. I liked <laughs> it, was, it. It was your idea, I think, actually. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Don't try to, you know. Okay. <laughs> so this is me gaslighting you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well. You know what? What? All right. <laughs> anyway. That's John Hancock. <laughs> and. The end of our friendship. And the end of our friendship. End of our friendship. So. <laughs> I'm here on out. Rip up my lavender suit. (laughs) Same. And we are not going to go to that gala together together in our lavender suits. And every episode from here on out will be. It's fake. The friendship's fake from here on out for the podcast. Okay. We're not going to stop doing the podcast. If you have (laughs) advice for us as co workers, but not friends, you can email the pod. Now, yeah, if you have feedback, corrections, all that, it's in the show notes. Please yes. subscribe, whatever you're listening on. Yeah. Leave a review. Anyway. Anyway. This has been. Pardon me. A presidential history podcast. podcast. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>